You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. to see a lot of new faces um, today. Um, it's always encouraging to be here for midweek with just the women. It's a special time for us, so this is great. <laughs> um, let's just pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you so, so much uh, for giving us a place to meet safely, God, as women, Father. God, I pray that you just um, just speak to your daughters, Father. Please let our hearts be moved, Father God, and just um, draw us closer to you, Father God. I pray we can leave here as changed women. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, I have been really, really encouraged by um, the weather. <laughs> just the small things. <laughs> I love the weather. Yes, Maria Kimberly. I've loved just being not being able to leave the house, not wear a jacket, like my big puffer jacket. It's just been so great. Um, and just the other day, um, I was just sharing in Stratford, and there's a the Olympic Park. By the way, is beautiful. I've never really explored it, but it's amazing. Um, there's a section you you can walk through where it's I think it's a kiddies section. So you see all the kids playing in the sand pit, and then you see like the sand castles um, that the kids build, and they and they look so solid. You know, they look like okay, what, you know, they really like really creative with sand <laughs> you know it looks so good but then all it takes man is just one another child to just throw <laughs> just like a spade or a rock and it's demolished and you think man all that work <laughs> you know because it's just sand you know from the outside it looks amazing but it really has no foundation and it got me thinking about just our foundation in God, yes. you know, just how solid it needs to be, you know, because, yeah, for most of us here, well, for all of us here, we wouldn't be here if we didn't want a solid foundation in God. Yeah. So we, we want that, you know, but if we don't build a strong foundation, our faith can so easily be broken, you know, with a simple hit. And so that's really what I'm going to talk about today. You know, the title of my lesson this evening is having a, a secure foundation in God. Um, and I was researching some of the things that, as women, we can be insecure about. Um, what do you think, as women, just with a show of hands or just yell out, what do you think, as women, we can be insecure about? Look, image, weight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, look, makeup, image, yeah. weight, makeup. Yeah. Age. Age, yeah. yep. Age. Yep. <laughs> I think, yeah. 70% of that was on my list. <laughs> I've got a list of top five things as women that we can be insecure about. Um, desirability, you know, are we desirable to the world? Are we desirable to men? You know, will we be wanted? Um, age, quite a few people said that. Um, the studies show that insecurity levels increase the older we get because people put so much emphasis on their youth and their looks. Um, weight, as someone else said. Um, intellectual ability, you know, how smart, you know, we appear to the world. And lastly, career. Yes. You know, these are some of the things that 
as women, we look for security in the world. And in all this research, what was really, really sad was that, you know, there was nothing about um, being secure in God, you know, which is... um, you know, part of the problem of this yeah. world. Yeah. People aren't looking for security in God, you know, and, you know, for us being here, you know, as for us being here, um, we, we want to be women. We want to be righteous Christian women. Yeah. And so to really walk faithfully um, and successfully in God. I'm just going to talk about a few principles that I've been learning, actually, just to help us have a secure foundation in God and to really be strengthened in our faith. And so I'm going to jump right in to, I only have three quick points. Um, I'm going to jump right into my first point, which is knowing God. That's my first point, knowing God. So we'll go to Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. Come on, MJ. Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. And I'll read it. It says, Those who know your name trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. I really love this scripture. Because it says, Those who know your name. You know, and this is where security starts. Security starts by knowing who God is. You know? So a lack of trust in God really highlights that you don't know who God is. Mm. And if you really think about it as Christians, you know, who, for a Christian not to know God, that's actually a sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't make sense, you know, to call yourself a Christian yet not know who your creator is. You know, I think about, um, I think about children. Yeah. I think about uh, Donovan and Jonathan, you know, Denise's boys. You know, imagine if one of them, say, you know, injured their elbow, you know, and they needed help, they needed to go to their GP, but they were too afraid to go to Denise because of judgment or whatnot. Instead, they went to another sister to take them to the GP. Like, it just wouldn't make sense. Like, they should know that their mom will look after them. Like, it's just, it's a no-brainer, you know. And sometimes, like, we can do that with God, you know. It's like we... We, when, we, uh, when we approach challenges or challenging situations, we don't go to him because we don't think he's capable um, of handling our situation. So that results in us taking things into our own hands. And that can be offensive, you know, just like I'm sure for Denise, if her boys went to somewhere else, say for dinner, without telling her or whatnot, like, why aren't you guys coming to me? You know, I'm capable of looking after you. I'm your mother, you know. So in that way, we can offend God when we just don't trust him, you know. Um, Let's quickly look at another scripture in Jeremiah 9 that ties in with this. Jeremiah 9 verse 23 to 24. Jeremiah 9, and I'll read. Verse 23, it says, This is what the Lord says, Let not the wise boast in their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness justice and righteousness on earth for in these I delight declares the Lord the Bible is saying you know if you're going to boast about anything if you're going to take pride in anything take pride in the fact that you know God and the Bible is really amazing because the Hebrew word used a lot uh, for the word know is yada um, y-a-d-a and in Genesis 4 1 yada is the term actually that 
the term referred to um, between Adam and Eve, their interaction, their sexual interaction. That's what it means. Uh, when the Bible says Adam knew Eve, that's the word. Um, and that's the, hev- the, that's the highest level of intimacy. So if you really, really, really think about it, even in the New Testament, you know, Paul explains that marriage um, is parallel to the relationship Christ has with the church. Yes. You know? So that's how deep God wants us to know him, you know, like for sure married can relate because, you know, you know your husbands, we know our husbands and so can parents, you know your children very well. Um, But knowing information about God is not the same as knowing him, you know what I mean? There has to be a point where you go deeper past facts, you know, past opinions and just past head knowledge. But you really have a conviction um, that you know God intimately. You know, so I just want to ask you tonight, women, like, do you know God intimately? Can you say that with confidence, you know? I definitely need to know God more intimately. (laughs) As I was studying this out, I was like, wow, like, yeah, yeah, there are lots of people who are really, really close to my heart. um, But I can say I know intimately, but with God, like, I need to strive because I'm not there yet. I really need to strive to know him deeper. And so when I have my quiet times, you know, I've started to pray, Lord, help me know you. Help me know who you are. You know, and you think about Paul, who was, who had been a disciple for years, you know, um, in Corinthians, he was still saying, Lord, I want to know you more. Like it was never ending, you know, and you, you only really know someone that you're close when you're close to them. Right. And so that lack of trust in God is evident that you're far from God. You know, whenever we struggle to trust him, whenever we struggle to to pray, shows that we're far from him. And we all know what separates us from God. Right. Sin. And so it's just a good it's it's a good point in your in your wherever you are in your walk with God. If you you are struggling to, to trust God or you're struggling you're feeling far from God. I think at that point, that's where you really need to examine your heart um, yeah. and ask God to expose, you know, if there's any sin in your heart that's stopping you from connecting. Because guess what? Sin will make you forget who God is, <laughs> you know, uh, which is what Satan wants. Yeah. And so really, sisters, just examine your heart. You know, you know there's a lack of trust when you don't pray um, and you don't get advice, you know, you want to do something big, but you don't, you know, seek advice from your discipler. Yeah. Instead, you, you just say, oh, by the way, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah. really humbly yeah. get advice. Um, don't be self-reliant. Don't go on your own strength because you're trying to do God's job for him. And you will worry, you'll freak out and you will burn out, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really want to encourage you, um, sisters, tonight, you get to know God by knowing his word, which we so freely have, you know, accessible. Yes. Um, just really taking the time out to, to know what he says about you. Because like we shared earlier on, we all have, um, there's so many things that can trigger insecurities, so many um, and you need to know, uh, and as women, that won't change. <laughs> we, we all, we're always going to have a mind. We're always going to, there's always going to be the world flashing things in our faces to make us doubt and wonder. And so you really need to know the word to, to counteract that. Amen. You know, like when you're afraid, like me, I struggle with fear. <laughs> like I'm fearful. I fear flying. The GLC is coming up <laughs> and it's so hard to, <laughs> it's just so hard to get excited because I'm thinking of that 10 hour flight. I just fear, you know, 
But, you know, when I am afraid, I just need to know God as my refuge when I'm afraid, you know. When you feel like you have little, you've got to know God as your provider, right? When you're heartbroken, you need to know God as your comforter. When you're weak or broken physically or spiritually, you know, you need to know God as your healer. You know, maybe you you struggle with feeling insignificant, like you're nobody in the kingdom. Nobody knows you or nobody would notice if you were gone. You need to know God who summons you by name. This is, you need to know these facts because this is the God you serve, right? When you feel captive by the same sin over and over again, or you feel like you cannot repent, you need to know God as your redeemer. He says he lives. Your redeemer lives. You know, when you lack wisdom, when you need wisdom and you lack it, you need to know God as your counselor. Have these scriptures to counteract what the world and what Satan puts in your mind. And I just challenge you because, again, I, I don't believe there's any woman here that doesn't struggle with insecurity in some way, shape, or form. So I really want to encourage you, sisters, just write down every negative emotion you have or you feel and combat it with scripture. And watch how your heart changes because there's power in the word of God. If you don't believe it, try it. <laughs> there is power in the word of God. Um, and so, yes, sisters, I want to encourage you. You need to know who God is to walk securely with him. And Satan's expertise is in finding places where your knowledge of God is weak. Yeah. Very weak. Um, and that just leads me to my second point, uh, which is recognizing the voice of Satan. <laughs> Come on, sisters, we're going there. Um, he's recognizing the voice of the enemy. Like, he's the terrorist of your soul. <laughs> uh, and we just need to know, sisters, that we're, we're in a spiritual battle, you know. Um, I think about First uh, Peter 5, verse 8. You don't have to turn there, but I'll just quote it. It says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So this guy does not rest. He does not sleep. You know, we work day in, day out. We get annual leave. We get our 30 days, (laughs) our bank holidays. You know, we get time out from work. But Satan doesn't. He doesn't sleep. And, you know, whether you choose to engage in the battle or not, Uh, Satan has declared war on your heart sisters because this is where he gets us as women like you see it so often like he gets our hearts and our emotions and this was how he got Eve you know he got Eve to doubt and I think about being in a fight I've never been in a physical fight (laughs) but I think about being in an argument like who's ever been in an argument and won because you spoke so so much that the other person backed down I have (laughs) and it felt good (laughs) you know you keep going until you know you want to get the last word in and whoever gets the last word in wins Um, and it feels so good that's how arguments die as soon as your opponent backs down it's it's finished but um, when it comes to Satan it's the complete opposite Um, he doesn't back down Um, in fact as soon as you back back away he will pick up your sword and use it against you, you know, like he did, like he did with Jesus in Matthew 4. So you've really, uh, really, sisters, you want to recognize the voice. Um, you want to recognize the voice of Satan and use your scriptures, use the word to, to fight him off, you know. 
don't allow Satan to know more of God's word than you do. <laughs> you know, because otherwise, if he does, you might meet someone who's not a Christian, not a disciple, and you'll struggle to defend your faith against him because you don't know. You don't really know your word. Um, because this is Satan whispers in our ears every day when we're alone. Uh, when we feel discouraged or at work by ourselves or whatever, and we and he he knows his timing, you know. And so, really, ask yourself, you know, what does Satan whisper in your ear every day to discourage you? What does he whisper in your ear? I wrote down a few things that he's whispered in my ears that I'm sure some of you can relate. You know, you're not good enough. You know, like that sister is more spiritual than you. Uh, she's more talented than you. Don't bother. Um, or even just crazy thoughts like, oh, that sister just doesn't like you, (laughs) you know, for no reason. You just get thoughts that, where is this coming from? And before you know it, you entertain these thoughts and they become real for you. And then you start to give someone, you know, the side eye, like, hmm, why does she look at me like that? Before you know it, you're fighting with someone in your heart and they don't even know, you know. Uh, That's just Satan's deceit, you know. Um, You'll never change you'll never grow again something he can plague us with are you even a disciple (laughs) you know look at you you're struggling so much you're so weak are you a disciple can you make a disciple are you influential all these things like he'll get you to stop sharing stop sharing your faith like you'll never get anyone no one's open the world is lost anyway why bother um and even in the east like we can feel it because we've studied with so many women so many women we've given our hearts to who have decided to just go back into the world and it can be so disheartening because you pour your heart into these women yes. but and that temptation comes like what's the point <laughs> you know what is the point let's just do us and be cool yeah. um, but no that's not God's core you know like remember like for one, like for one thing, the world is the the road is narrow, yeah. so you know it. Yes. Like only few will find it. Yeah. You know, remember God's word. Like your work in the Lord is not in vain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to you need to like cherish the words in the Bible. Otherwise, Satan will really discourage you. Right. Even when we try to do something great and we get disappointed, you know, or, you know, our our security is in is in other people. That will get exposed. Your security needs to be in God. So don't let the, the work of the Lord cease in your heart because of discouragement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love this scripture in Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. It's a powerful scripture. Second Corinthians 10 verse 5. And it says... We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And so you see something really, really key. Um, Like Paul is saying, like, be on guard. And so he says, like, again, we demolish these arguments and these pretensions that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. You see how key knowing God is? Because once Satan distorts your knowledge of him, that's it. He can win the battle. Because once that goes, then you go on emotions. You go on your emotions and and your feelings. And I think a lot of times um, it's about our perspective. You know, because we're not perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. We don't have 
everything that we want. We don't look exactly how, you know, we don't have, <laughs> we don't look like our perfect, you know, yes. visualized image. Um, but we have to, we have to be strong in recognizing our weaknesses and limitations. And we have to learn to um, identify with them and walk securely in them. You know, I really appreciated um, uh, Tracy's communion on Sunday um, because she shared really vulnerably about just her weakness and what her thorn was and how that could, you know, and and what was her thorn, you know, just with struggling with um, her daughter's, her baby's illness and just how she, again, just switched God's perspective and just saw um, God's sovereignty through all of it and how it drew, drew her closer to God because a woman without God would feel very insecure and blame God, be angry, like, why this, why this, why my child, why, you know, so many reasons to, um, uh, to doubt God's sovereignty. But it was just great to, to see that, you know what, even in her weakness, like she can, she can walk securely. And even for us as well, because, yeah, we have strengths and we have weaknesses. You know, use your strengths. God has given each and every one of us strengths. Like, do you use your talents? Some sisters here can really sing <laughs> and nobody knows about it. You know, some are, are great at just being bold and just sharing. You would never know unless you walk with them. Yeah, Jen is very bold at sharing her faith. Like, use your strengths. Like, be bold with them because they're gifts, and you can really use them to serve, um, to serve in God's, in, uh, in God's kingdom. And I'm really, really um, encouraged about a woman who um, who's gone through gone through heartbreak <laughs> you know the worst of the worst heartbreaks you can imagine as a woman you know um and she's had every single reason to um again to doubt god to be angry to blame god or to use her circumstance as a as a reason to not seek after god but she hasn't she said you know what this hardship god has allowed me to go through though heartbreaking as it may be embarrassing even as it may be this has brought me a lot closer to God and she probably doesn't know I'm talking about her but I'm actually talking about um, a young lady called Juliet right at the back of the room Um, she's a woman (laughs) she's a woman that has just taken on these challenges and she's really put God's perspective on things you know and if she hadn't gone through all those challenges she wouldn't be a woman like studying the Bible today and prayerfully to be your sister on Sunday so pray for her Um, so we've just as sisters we've we've just got to be secure even in our weaknesses you know even write down what what you think your weaknesses are write them down and you know what be secure in them because the bible says even in your weakness you're strong right because you rely on God and when I look at um, when I look at insecurity I honestly look at it as a disease (laughs) it helps me process things you know Um, and just think because you for me, it just helps me to break down, okay, what is it, like, how do I know I'm insecure? Because, again, like I said, it's something I've been studying out recently, and I've just had a lot of insecurities just flag up in my heart that I really want to deal with, yeah. you know? And a lot of them stem from just wanting to get approval from my mother, which I just don't have. Um, and that's where they flag up. And so 
I really, uh, really researched, okay, what is it that makes, what are the symptoms um, of um, insecurity? And see where you, whether you can identify with me, sisters. Um, being paranoid, thinking too much, <laughs> you know, comparing yourself to other people, you know. Sometimes we compare ourselves to other people. We want to find a flaw in someone else so that we can feel good about ourselves, you know, because we're insecure. Or uh, we just think we're, we just suck. <laughs> we suck at everything and we suck at life. That's, inse- that's insecurity. Um, being downhearted when, at somebody else's success. You know, when you see someone doing well, for some reason you draw it back on yourself and it makes you feel bad. You know, that's a sign of insecurity. Refusing to get open about things you know you should. Refusing to get open about sin. You don't want to look weak in front of people. The constant need to have a p- approval from people. Um, the fear, um, like I said, of showing your weaknesses and an intense lack um, of confidence and self-worth. These are some of the symptoms. Um, So what's the treatment? (laughs) If you're sick, you need treatment, right? (laughs) What's the management? Well, it's very simple. There's no pill that you take. It's just a consistent, long life daily therapy of God's word (laughs) that's what you need daily (laughs) that's what you need some people prescribe multivitamins daily we need God's word daily every day and what's the prognosis so that means you know the future outcome if you adhere well we'll let the Bible dictate what the prognosis is in Ezekiel 18 Ezekiel 18 verse 9 I'll just read it it says If he walks in my statutes and in my ordinances so as to deal faithfully, he is righteous and will surely live, declares the Lord. So what is the prognosis? It's a faithful walk with God, which is what we want. We all want to be women that walk faithfully with God. And so I just want to set you another challenge, sisters, um, to have a spiritual perspective in every challenging situation. Look for the lesson. (laughs) Look for the lesson. Don't get insecure. Don't get downhearted. Look for the lesson. And I've applied this to myself as well. Um, At work, when I feel as though someone isn't trusting me or someone is, what's the word, uh, uh, peeking at me or not trusting the work I do, I've got to look for the lesson in this. So when I'm driving on the road, on the motorway, and then someone cuts in front of me without indicating, I've got to look for the lesson in that situation because I can get, that can make me very angry. So just to challenge you sisters with whatever situation you're going through, have a spiritual perspective and that will change your heart. Um, so to close out, I'll close out with my third point, um, which is to simply walk in obedience. That's my third point, to walk in obedience. And we'll go to Proverbs 10. Proverbs 10 verse 9. And I'll read it. Proverbs 10 verse 9 says, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. And so to have integrity as a Christian, to have integrity as a disciple, it means you're righteous, you know, you do the right thing, you're obedient, you know. Are you someone, um, are you someone that's obedient? 
Maybe you are. Maybe you tick the boxes and you tick everything you have to do and you, you be at the places that you're called to be at. But are you humbly obedient, you know? Um, or do you obey with a prideful heart? You know, because God sees, God sees where your heart is. And I love this because it talks about walking securely, you know. We, want, we all want to walk securely. When we're walking with God, we're secure. When we know we're being obedient, we're secure. When we know we're being obedient to the people God has put in our lives, you know. Do we trust the people that God has put in our lives? Our disciples, our leaders, our shepherds. You know, do we, our Bible talk leaders, do we really trust that, God, you put this woman in our life? Or is this just, okay, Lord, let's just do this? <laughs> you know, you've got to, you know, to, to really be secure. That's right. um, don't be spiritually lazy. Sometimes, you know, Michelle gave a great lesson um, at our last midweek about just spiritual laziness. You know, we don't make the effort in our walks with God, we, we just slack. Um, what you sow in your spiritual walk is exactly what you'll reap. If you don't put much effort into into your walk, into your quiet times, into your daily devotionals, even into your ministry, that's what you will reap. If you're lazy in your ministry, nothing's going to happen, right? right? The same the same principles apply. You reap what you sow. So, sisters, let's let's be humbly obedient. You know, um, in our ministries, let's be humbly obedient. Wherever God has placed us. Um, And I love, and something else I really want to call us as sisters to do much is just to love more deeply. You know, in 1 Peter 4, I'll read that quickly. 1 Peter 4, 8 to 11, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy prowls around. Nope, that's chapter 5. We read that scripture, so that's a great scripture. Yeah, be alert, sisters. <laughs> that's a great scripture, but that's not what I wanted to read. <laughs> so verse Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Um, so it says, all above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. You know, it says, above all, love each other deeply. Sisters, do we really love one another? Yeah, I'm not just talking about your besties in the kingdom. Because, yeah. yeah, you're, you know, close with your besties. But do yeah. you really love, you know, do you take yeah. the time out to find out how another sister is doing who isn't your bestie, probably isn't the same age as you, probably have nothing in common with her, but do you message her? Like, do you really take that time out? Um, one sister I really, really appreciate is Eugenie. <laughs> Eugenie um, is just someone who, Eugenie loves deeply and she just goes after everyone. <laughs> you know, you go after marrieds, you go after singles, you go after the campus, you want to invite people to your home. And I think that's so noble. That's why it's so, like, you're such a warm person. Like, we need to love deeply, you know. Um, a few times I've, I've you know, you, you tend to see this around, you know, in the fellowship. You know, how is so-and-so doing? And how is so-and-so doing? But you have a phone. <laughs> She's your sister. You know, ask her, sis, how are you doing? You don't need to find out through somebody else how the sister's doing, like a system (laughs) you know go to her sis i've been thinking about you like what's up (laughs) you know are you in school still have you finished your exams let's love deeply um maybe you struggle with this area and if you do then you know again examine your heart like are you is there something in your heart you have against towards a certain sister is there a lack of forgiveness or bitterness whatever it is you know just 
be open about it and deal with it because that's you know things like that it's is what can destroy God's kingdom and really um, wow, give yeah. Satan a foothold so let's love deeply okay um, so sisters I want to encourage you and this is a really short lesson really really want to encourage you um, with your um, with your walks with God like at the end of the day, that's why we're here. <laughs> we're here for God. We're here to please Him. You know, we're not here because anybody else told us to be here. We're all here because we want to be, right? So let's really be women who go after knowing God intimately. You know, not just ticking a box, but actually spending time. You know, when you get to know someone, you don't get to, you don't speak to them for ten minutes in a week or ten minutes a day. Yeah. You speak to them for a long time. So just strive. If you don't feel like you're intimate with God, just make a decision. Tomorrow is a new day. And the amazing thing about God is His mercy is new every day. Um, recognize the voice of Satan. You will only be able to recognize the voice of Satan if you know the voice of God. Wow. You know, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. So if you really are a sheep of Christ, you will know His voice. And you will use His words to build you up and not give Satan a foothold in your heart. And just lastly, again, um, walk in obedience. Again, the Bible says when we're righteous, we're secure. You know, so if you're feeling insecure in your walk, you know, again, just examine your spirituality. Examine, like, what your week has been. (laughs) Examine how obedient you've been, you know. And if you're not sure, that's okay. Just ask someone who's close to you. Ask your disciple, like, sis, am I obedient? (laughs) You know, am I an obedient person? I don't know. I can't make this judgment for myself. And I honestly believe once we really just nail down having a a true solid foundation, secure foundation in God, man, nothing will stop us. You know, we'll be unstoppable. So I love you, sisters. And yeah. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events, or devotionals, you can find all that on our website also. Once again, we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.